Welcome, this is Voice of Change, a syndicated radio broadcast and podcast airing since 2011. Voice of Change is committed to raising the leader in you. And because time is the unit of life, I assure you that the next few minutes you have decided to invest in your own leadership journey will be rewarded with a definite paradigm shift. Stay with me on Voice of Change. Muslim Treasures Foundation, a faith-based philanthropy which I founded in 1999, almost 24 years ago, concluded one of its well over 120 summits last Saturday in Abuja. Awesome Leaders Abuja was attended by delegates from all over the globe from Britain, from the US, from Sweden, from Germany, from West Africa here, East Africa, Central Africa, from South Africa, Kenya, Cameroon, Ghana. People came. Why was it important to them to be there? Why would leaders, captains of industry, CEOs, why would they feel that they needed to be in a faith-based environment. Is there any nexus between leadership and faith? In what way does being a person of faith, any faith at all, enhance your leadership? Or is it a drawback? For I have seen many people make their faith a reason for lackluster performance. Oh, I had to be in the mosque on Friday. I had to be at a vigil. At that time, I had a meeting. At that time, that's why I couldn't do what I was meant to do in the office. People use their faith sometimes as a crutch, as an escape route. They use their faith to shut other people up. And it's gotten to the point that there's a huge dichotomy between faith and the marketplace, faith and the corporate world. Faith has become an intangible that people do not see how it relates to the marketplace. But is it true? Should it be so? What really is the nexus between leadership and faith? We'll be back after these messages. Voice of Change, sponsored by AB Consulting and Awesome Treasures Foundation Partners. Subscribe to Voice of Change podcast today on iTunes and Spotify and don't miss a single episode. Welcome back to Voice of Change. I'm your host, Olajumoke Adenowo. And you can reach me at Instagram at Jumoke Adenowo. When I talk about faith, I talk about a belief system. A belief system, a construct, your paradigm about life, what you fear, and your understanding of rewards and punishment and consequences for actions that you take. Either you believe in an afterlife or you do not believe. Your faith affects if you believe that there is an intelligent force or there are several intelligent forces. When I say intelligent, capable of thinking and taking decisions and acting on their decisions that can determine outcomes in your life according to the actions that you take. I've often posited that a lot of Africans would actually tell the truth in court and not be guilty of perjury if they were made to swear by what they really fear. A lot do not fear 
the God of the Bible, not the deity of the Quran, but they are afraid of the deities of their fathers. They are afraid of deities of thunder, of iron, who they believe do not postpone their judgment, who they believe have no mercy. As he goes up to that podium, puts his hand on whatever book he's swearing by, a real person of faith would believe that the deity in charge of the laws that he's swearing by would ensure that the proper consequences would be brought to bear on him or her if he does not perform an office. What this means is that if many of our leaders walk by the fear of their fathers, we would expect them to get into office and actually do what they promised and swore to the populace to do. What is the nexus between faith and leadership? Leadership is servant leadership. Leadership at the highest level may cost the ultimate. Your life. Martin Luther King paid for leadership with his life. Many leaders in history lost their lives in, in the pursuit of their conviction and in the pursuit of their vision for their people. Only someone who believes in a reward system that transcends this tangible existence, 60, 70, 80, 90 years that they spend on earth, can give up that which is tangible, the $5 million, $10 million, much more that they're offered as bribes, for that which is intangible. Only someone who believes in a reward system and consequences would sacrifice today for generations to come that they will never be a part of. I say will, not me. A person of faith will project 50, 60 years at the age of 50, knowing that it is very unlikely that in 50 years, this 55, 60 year old will be alive to even see the things that they've planned for. Only someone who believes in that which is unseen, something beyond cash, dollars, bread and butter, assets. Only someone who believes that not all assets are tangible can really deliver on the mandate that is needed for leadership in Africa. So 33 days to the start of the Nigerian elections, and there I say again, we place too much premium on the presidential elections and we forget that leadership cascades. We actually also over empower African presidents beyond that which the constitution allows them. We do not question their actions and hold them accountable to the boundaries and the limits of their constitutional powers. Bear that in mind. If we do keep them constrained within the constitutional guidelines, we will begin to realize that every leader of every government, parastatal and institution is important. The governor of the central bank can wreak more havoc on your family life than the president can because of the control of the monetary and the fiscal policies as we go towards the election in 33 days time. First, I hope you have your PVC. Second, look at the candidate you're voting for at every level. Who do you even think fears any being that is not a human being? Who do you think believes that their actions 
have consequences? Who do you believe thinks that there is a reward or a punishment for what they do that transcends the hands of humans? Who do you think believes that there is a construct of justice that supersedes the legal system and the judiciary of Nigeria? Think hard. We never tell people who to vote for, but we tell people what to look out for. Moral fiber, that is the sense of right and wrong. A conscience, a sense of this is not right, I should not do it regardless of who is watching. Competence, skill, track record, intelligence, very important. When you're thinking of the ability to develop strategy, Something many people never think about, but is very important. Rock a solid sense of security that can make a leader take feedback, harsh criticism, and still stand secure. Enough to take on board viewpoints that differ markedly from his or her own, even when they're not put across courteously or politely. These are just a few markers. Who will you be voting for? Do you have your PVC? Don't forget, several years down the line, a few decades to come, you might be 18 today, but when your grandchildren ask you, Grandpa, Grandma, who did you vote for? At the pivotal time in the history of your nation, what will you say? Would you say you voted your conscience? Or would you say you voted who you were paid to vote for? Or would you even say, I did not bother? Oh God, it's time for change.